All right, let's talk about yeah. behavioral science, mm -hmm. self-awareness, watching your content, which, have you ever looked at how much content you've put out? No. It's a lot, dude. Mm. Like when you search your name, like to go, because I, I normally try to watch like basically everything and I was like, I give up. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's really incredible. Um, and going through that stuff, it seems really clear to me that you have massive self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And what would you say, like, is, A, is there a process for people to gain more self-awareness? And then what are, from a behavioral, um, uh, you know, just human behavior level, what are things that trip up the average person? The first answer, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the book, Thinking Fast and Slow. I don't know how, if you've read it's it. Yeah, it's a great book because for me, it's got a really close pattern connection again to what I studied. So just understanding system one and system two, if anyone watching hasn't read it, I highly recommend it. Just being able to differentiate between system one and system two, as Daniel Kahneman calls it, in the Vedic philosophy we call differentiating between the mind and the intelligence. Knowing how to differentiate the voices in your head is the first level of self-awareness. So break down what system one and system two are. Absolutely, so system one is your initial response to anything that happens. It's, it's a stop that I can't really say. So if you say something I don't like, my system one naturally would be a face that I pull that I'm like, I don't agree with that. That's, that's the understanding of what system one is. It's your initial default reaction in the moment. That can be positive often. For example, if someone pulls out a knife, you feel scared and you run. That's system one, that's a good thing, it's, it's safe for you. But also system one is someone says something that hurts your ego and you start defending yourself immediately. That's also, that's a negative of system one. That we would refer to as the mind. It's built up of conditioning. Those responses are conditioned. Those default elements are all there because of habit and continuous practice. The system two is more like the intelligence. What I would say is more like the parent. If you can consider system one to be more like a child, system two is more like a parent. It looks more at the long term. It looks more at the bigger picture. It processes that default reaction through a set of checking and metrics to decide whether that's true. The child is the, the one that wants everything right away, impatient, quickly responding, straight away uh, reacting when it doesn't get what it wants. The intelligent parent, a good one, knows what the child wants and needs and what's better for it in the long term. Just starting there and being able to reflect and observe the different voices inside of us is a great place to start your self-awareness. Because the biggest challenge is that most of us don't know what we're listening to. And we don't, most of us don't even know that there are more than one voice inside of us. Just getting over that line is a huge win because now at least you're trying to differentiate in what you're hearing and that's going to help you make better decisions in the future. So that was answer one. Does that answer your question? Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. And second definitely. one was? What, um, so that's awareness. Yeah. How can, what are like typical things that trip people up yeah. that, so in your answer just now, it's like, okay, if you want to become more aware, just know that those two things are happening, right? You're mm -hmm. gonna have an initial response and then one that's more calculated. Mm -hmm. Now, be aware of these two or three things that are also coming for you. Mm -hmm. The biggest challenge is that there's just so much noise. It's like, have you ever had someone in your home, maybe it's your wife or maybe it's a friend or whatever, just play a really bad song too often? Right, just playing a song that you really don't like. I actually like. heard my wife laugh because she knows how guilty she is. Right, okay, there you go, right, there you go. And you just play a song and you just think, oh, turn that off. And after a while, it's been on for so long that you, you become immune to it. Like it's just there and it's still on. 
it's there in the back of your mind and you didn't manage to turn it off. So the noise that I describe in life, whether it's your parents' expectations, whether it's society's expectations, whether it's your partner's expectations, all of those are like noise in the background. And that noise drowns out your ability to understand the mind and the intelligence. That's one of the biggest trip-ups. I was looking at, I gave a presentation called Build a Life, Not a Resume. It's also one of my popular videos. It's but very good video. By thank way. you, man. Thank you so much. And when I did the research, so you don't see this in the video because this research didn't make it into the video. But the research that I was doing was around the most common resume lies. The truth is over 40 to 50% of us lie on our resumes. Yeah, if you don't, you're missing an opportunity. I'll just say that. Yeah, there you go, right? So, and, and I started to dig deeper and I was looking at, you know, a lot of people lie about their dates of employment. So instead of three days, it's now three months, you know, whatever it may be. Now I dug deeper and I wanted to meet some of these people and speak to people. And so I spoke to people who lie on their resumes and we know that at least 40 to 50% tell us they do. You know, the thing is no one was proud of that. No one, no one was like, yeah, 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 I know I'm gonna get. Really what it came down to is we're really insecure about our own abilities. Really what it came down to is we're not confident about what we have to offer. What it came down to is a lack of self-awareness. What it came down to is a lack of understanding. What am I good at? What am I passionate about? What am I bringing to the table? That's what people were really worried about. They were worried about the job, but when you dug beneath the surface, the real behavioral trait that was coming out was insecurity and being unconfident about one's potential. That, that tells us a lot, that indicates a lot about human behavior and human nature, that the noise from outside makes us wanna fit into a container. And that stops us from differentiating between what is my mind saying and what is my intelligence saying, and what happens is that noise becomes your voice. So that noise becomes what you think is what you're saying. And most people don't realize that until 10, 20, 30 years down the line. How the hell do you yeah. like figure out, so your analogy is great. So yeah. the song's on, you mm. don't even realize it's there anymore. It becomes total white noise. You're oblivious yeah. to it. In fact, you'll only notice it if it gets turned off. Correct. So how do they identify that? Like, do you have a process for that? How do you yeah. hear the thing that you no longer hear so that you can shut it off? Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest ones, and we say this all the time, but it applies mostly to this, is switching your association. Is switching Association to what? the people that you hang, hang out with, oh, okay. right? It's like changing your circle. Because if you're only hearing the same thing from that circle, the only way to turn it off without you having to do mass amounts of reflection is changing your circle where you start hearing. We all ultimately find the things we want to hear, right? We know that. All and right, right yeah, now in real time, you and I are gonna yeah. do some cool shit. Okay, ready? let's do it, let's do it. All right, so I created like a little um, piece of content for Alexa where I was like, okay, what are the, the four questions that you can ask to get, because you and I use different words, but I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. So I call them invisible beliefs. Beautiful. So everybody has invisible beliefs and they're totally yeah. fucking with you. Yeah, they're, I call it noise, yeah. So they're, they're controlling your life. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get them to stop controlling your life is actually figure out what they are. And so I gave four questions that two of them I just straight stole from Albert Einstein. <laughs> what are they? Um, and it's the most important decision every person will make in their life is whether they live in a friendly or a hostile universe. Mm -hmm. So just make it a question, right? Do you live in a friendly or a hostile universe? Mm -hmm. And so the, the point, and I'll go through all four, but the point was that if you ask these four questions, and they're just the tip of the iceberg, but if you ask these four questions, you're gonna begin to identify your frame of reference. Basically just trying to get people to frame themselves mm -hmm. as either optimistic or pessimistic, which I think is sort of the, 
the big ham-handed like first thing you need to become aware of. So first, um, do you live in a hostile or friendly universe? Another Einstein one. Is everything a miracle or is nothing a miracle, mm -hmm. right? Because you get to choose. Absolutely. So neither one of those is objectively real, but you pick and it's really going to color how you I see it. I love it. it. Yeah. Um, and then number three, can you do anything you set your mind to without limitation or are there certain things you can't comprehend? Um, and then number four, I'm forgetting right now, so I won't waste time because you get the... Yeah, I get it. I love them. They're brilliant. Brilliant questions. So what, like, they're woefully incomplete. So mm -hmm. what could we add to that mm -hmm. that would really bring this home for people? So if that gets them optimistic, pessimistic, what, what other, at a really high level, yeah, sure. what are other things that people could immediately switch or in fact would immediately switch if they change, you know, the people that they're hanging around. Mm -hmm. But like, let's really get real about sure. what some of those things are. So optimism, pessimism, yeah. what yeah. else? So for me, there was two questions that I had to ask myself that, that really changed what I do. One of my big questions is what advice would I give to my younger self? It's huge because I think that's the stuff that we regret. That's the stuff that we wish we were doing. That's the stuff that has been lost in the noise. When you ask someone, what advice would you give to your younger self? The number one answer is, I wish I studied this. I wish I tried this out. I wish I gave this a go. You know, those are the- All things that somebody didn't do? Yeah, it's all things that things people didn't do. It's always like something that either should have started or didn't continue. And that's really tapping into someone's voice, right? That's really tapping into what someone really wants to do. And you're going way beyond just like, oh, what do you like? What are you passionate about? So hard to answer that sometimes, especially if you're drowning. Does that add to your questions or not? It, not no, quite? it's really yeah. interesting, yeah. but now I need to know what your answer was. So I used to be, uh, I used to do a lot of spoken word when I grew up. I read the dictionary, I read the thesaurus, I loved language. That's what I was fascinated by. Mm. And for some reason I gave it up, then I found out about monk life, became a monk. And then almost back 10 years on at 28, I was going, I asked myself that question and my answer was, I miss words. I miss expressiveness. I miss sharing a message and stories through incredible language and ideas, potential rhymes, but flow and all of these things. So that was the answer to my question. One of the biggest answers was I wish I never stopped writing. When did you ask that question? I was actually 28, so two that, years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Here's the thing, man, I, yeah. I will tell you right now that your content, your content is like the modern version of spoken word. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's on purpose or an accident, but like- It was an accident. <laughs> watching it, I was like, fuck, like if he, is doing this off the cuff, I have to hate myself a little. Yeah. And if he's writing it down, he performs it so well yeah. that it feels off the cuff. But it's- The answer's it both. very impressive. Thank you, man. You're very so impressive. kind. I'm, I'm genuinely touched coming from- No, you. no, here's so, the thing. Like, look, and, and uh, I love giving compliments when they're real, but more importantly, you compliment the thing that you want to reinforce in somebody. So you've got a mission I find it very interesting, which is can we make knowledge, my word, I don't remember what word you use. Wisdom. Wisdom, perfect. So can we make wisdom spread as far and as fast as entertainment? Mm -hmm. Which is so similar to what I'm trying to change people's beliefs mm -hmm. through entertainment. Mm -hmm. So I recognize the kindred soul right away. And then just watching the content, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, it's, I'm not surprised the number of views that you've gotten because it's, Songs work because they make you feel an emotion, but they also tap into whatever it is about humans, whatever it is that we convey through rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
and, and before the cameras were rolling, we were talking about it. So the one thing that makes me very uncomfortable, I do this thing called impact quotes. And impact quotes is the first time where I allowed myself to perform, mm -hmm. where I'm knowingly, I would not say it like this if you and I were standing next to each other, right? This is for the camera. I know how it's gonna be edited. I know we're gonna add music to it. So it is a performance. Mm -hmm. But it's also some of our best performing content. So mm -hmm. it's like what you were saying earlier about, look, I just accept that not everybody geeks out on neuroscience. Mm -hmm. And so I have to understand like who my audience is and give them something in, in a way mm -hmm. that will then resonate and go viral. Absolutely.